some sexy music going Easy. on. I didn't know what was happening. <laughs> hey, we're sitting in here for uh, Brett, and this mm-hmm. is FYI Politics, mm-hmm. uh, but we're going to take it over and turn it into uh, Wendy Politics. <laughs> you don't want to turn it into Wendy Politics. Oh, yes, I do. Uh-uh. Well, you know, it's it's exciting, and uh, we live in exciting times, and AM 950. Crazy times, yeah. Well, AM 950, you know, is one of my go-to uh, places for information. You know how I start out my day. I take a walk, and I listen um uh, I listened to uh Stephanie Miller mm-hmm. and she has that comedy show on AM 950 basically and it took me a while to figure figure her out a little bit mm-hmm. but I really enjoy the her guests and the people she mm-hmm. has on there they're rock solid and kind of starts my day off um uh, kind of knowing what happened the night before and what's happening that day yeah it's great well, one of the exciting things, I say that all the time, one of the, one of the, one of the, but a exciting thing for you and I and Oglama is that we are going to be going very soon, uh, five days a week on AM 950. I know. Can you believe it? That no, is I crazy. can't. And that kind of coincides with our uh, anniversary because it'll be three years in January, January. that we're, we've been on the air and... Um, and I've been struggling for three years, but we're starting our fourth four season. So mm-hmm. uh, we're excited and we're going to be reaching out to we have some uh, best ofs that are going to be going mm-hmm. across the Turtle Island here to other radio stations. Yeah, and, and we'll be on Monday through Friday from 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. Right. Um, and we think most of the shows will be live unless we pre-record one or two here and there. But we I won't think, tell anyone when we do that. Well, what if people want to call in? We never let people calling well yeah <laughs> we yeah that's right because we have gary from pilots progressive party that we love to hear from yep, gary from minneapolis yes exactly. we want to give you a shout out uh gary so thanks for always being there and supporting us so you kind of know what's going on with me because you see um you know what what's happening to the uh, well, you were, let's just talk about this. Why did we start Native Roots Radio? We started uh, Native Roots Radio uh, because we were at Standing Rock and there was a lot of misinformation and a lot of things uh, that were in the news that we knew for, you know, for a fact because we were eyewitnesses that were not true or they, they were skewed in some way. Um, and we wanted to bring the truth um, to the people. Exactly. So that's why we started it. Yeah. And now what do we have going on? I've already been up to Fond du Lac. I've already been up to Winona's yeah. camp. Uh, yeah. We have line three being okayed by the governor of Minnesota. Which we're very disappointed about. Mm-hmm. Right. And, you know, what was interesting, oh, I say that too all the time. But uh, what I feel like uh, our last show Wednesday, mm-hmm. we had a pipe fitter on. And I really want to play that on Native Roots Radio because of all that interesting information about um, pipes and pebbles mm-hmm. and tar sands and things that uh, can go wrong and usually 99.99% do somewhere. Exactly. This gentleman who we had on actually worked on pipelines back in the 80s. Um, and he said that some of the pipelines, well, he said that all of them have leaked, every single one of them. And he could bring us to certain places uh, where those pipelines leaked and nothing grows there and nothing will ever grow there. That's 
was i'm glad you brought that up Mm -hmm. because that was crazy it is crazy so that's what's going to happen because we know the pipeline is is going to leak it's just not a matter of you know when when it's it is a matter of of when not that it's not going to happen it is going to happen the other thing that i thought what he was saying that was so interested so interesting was that they you know big this they you know, dig out this big hole and then they place the pipeline in there. Now, if there's a rock there and then it's kind of sitting next to that pipeline, right, then the pipeline's covered. Uh, but the pipeline will move and shift and expand due to weather and heat and um whether there's oil going through it or that it's stagnant or whatever. But if there's a rock next to it and the rock keeps hitting that pipe, it, it becomes, um, there's a weak spot in that pipe. Um, and eventually that's where, uh, the leaks come from. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Good, good, uh, description. You know, we, I, you know, Standing Rock happened and we, we always refer back to Standing Rock because of our roots, native roots radio. (laughs) Um, but if the pipeline went through the twin cities, we wouldn't be like as, um, it, it wouldn't happen because there are too many white people here who would be, um, you know, screaming bloody murder going through. Um, and that's what happened at Standing Rock. And I'm just saying I'm white. So, you know, you are. But I'm married to an engine. <laughs> that's right. That makes you an engine. So, yeah, that's. Um, but, you know, we wouldn't even probably have this radio mm-hmm. show or be uh, mm-hmm. connected at all if it wasn't for Standing Rock and right. if they would have put the pipeline where they originally wanted to. Bismarck. Right. But the people of Bismarck said, said oh, no way. Oh, and then Pipelines uh, leak. Of course. Then, you know, Enbridge said, oh, well, sure, of course not. We won't put it through Bismarck because it le- it's going to leak and we don't want it to leak in Bismarck. So let's just put it in this uh, Indian territory here. You know, it's funny, too. Um, we go full circle. But our first show that we did uh, on Native Ritz Radio on Saturdays was um, very stressful because we didn't know what we were doing. And I'm still borderline on that, um, knowing what I'm doing. But uh, we talked about Standing Rock. Mm-hmm. And uh, our guest that we have on here, I met in Standing Rock. Mm-hmm. And part of a uh, part of the sh- reason why Andy's really important to our Native Roots uh, Native Roots Radio family is because he's uh, been on many shows talking about Standing Rock, mm-hmm. talking about things. And Andy's a frontline worker, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and his eyes are on the prize. He knows what's happening. And we really appreciate always uh, being able to call Andy and going, what's going on? Mm -hmm. Because we don't know what's going on. And then he could give us updates. Yes. So So why don't we go to uh, Andy Pearson of MN350. Andy, welcome to FYI Politics. Hey, thank you so much. It's a real pleasure to be here. Yeah, I, and it's always a pleasure to have you on because, um, again, I I give you a lot of credit for uh, there's all these things that happen with Wendy tabling a place, with uh, you putting me out in front and talking to the news media and having a voice, that we started uh, our radio careers, Andy. <laughs> and, you know, congratulations so much on on moving to the larger schedule. This is just amazing it's the kind of thing that people need to hear so i'm i'm here for it i'm i'm so i'm so glad and goodness yeah. knows there's a lot to talk about mm-hmm. 
So we're going to let you uh, freestyle here and uh, tell us some updates. I saw some actions happening. Uh, and, you know, I'm going to be going up to uh, Winona's camp on Sunday. And there's some um, special people that are going to be heading up there. And a lot of people that you, me, MN350 have supported in this uh, political arena that are going to be turning back and supporting us. So I'm excited about um, just talking a little bit about that. But I also really want to talk to you about what happened yesterday and what's what's going on. Yeah, sure. Um, so, you know, I'll, I'll give a, a just a little bit of an update, right? Uh, so as we know, you know, Enbridge has begun construction on line three. It's a lot of it right now is tree clearing, but we have seen them starting to bring in pipe. Uh, and, you know, although I, I've, I've been up north, you know, a couple of times since that happened over this week, um, you know, there are obviously folks who are holding it down on the front line so much more, you know, that, than myself. I look in particular to the GNU Collective and all the work, you know, that Tara has been doing over there and, and really encourage people to follow their Facebook presence, which is a great place to get updates about what's going on. And then also, like you mentioned, you know, Winona and the Honor of the Earth uh, page on Facebook, another great resource, and then the Gichigumi Scouts uh, over on Fond du Lac. And then the, the last resource, I would say, is the RISE Coalition. Um, oh, and Indigenous Environmental Network. So, so many, so many incredible leaders up there who really are, you know, living in these communities uh, where Enbridge wants to build and, and just doing an incredible job of standing up. And I think we're seeing it start to start to get some more coverage, some more attention, right? It was front page of the Star Tribune yesterday. So a big NPR piece. Um, obviously, we're on radio here talking about it. Um, and, and I think part of the reason is that this, uh, this decision to move forward with construction seems so absurd on the face of it if you think about it for more than just a second or two, right? It's a pipeline that uh, you have three Native nations, you have the Department of Commerce and a bunch of grassroots groups in court right now arguing that it didn't meet the standard under Minnesota law to even be approved. Uh, so that's a, that's a big deal. Uh, probably means you, you shouldn't build it. At least you shouldn't build it. Well, that's an open question in the eyes of the state, whether it's legal or not. Uh, and yet Governor Walls, uh, who we remember has supported the Keystone XL pipeline, putting him increasingly at odds with, with the rest of the Democrats right now, um, you know, did basically hit the hit the fast forward button on this um, and jump started the construction of it. We know that Enbridge, we know because Enbridge has said, we know that they want to finish the construction before these legal appeals are done because mm -hmm. they're worried that their permits might be overturned um, through these court cases. So they want to, uh, they want to get it done. So it's in the ground before the state can tell them no. And that is not what should happen. If it's a question, they should mm -hmm. have to wait. So that's what we're seeing, you know, on the on the ground is people standing up and, and doing really, really brave things, you know, putting their bodies on the line to say, this mm -hmm. can't go forward. This has to stop. Now, the last thing I want to say, I think off the bat is just the, the degree of kind of, of out of step with, uh, well, let's say with the Democrats, with progressives more generally, that the governor mm -hmm. is on this. And I think we, we've seen that increasing you know, an increasing certainty about that over the last uh, several weeks, several months, um, as some of these permits have gotten approved, despite evidence showing that they shouldn't be. Uh, we, we really have seen 
you know, it, we see it reflected in, in Biden's opposition to Keystone XL um, and, and a lot of the ways that, that the Democratic Party, you know, has been turning away from these mega projects, right, which is based not only in a, in a view of justice that we obviously shouldn't put pipelines through that have an adverse and disproportionate impact on, on Native communities, um, but it's also about the climate impacts, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Because the, the science is real clear on that, that we, we can't afford any more of these mega projects for the sake of the climate. You know, this is a 50 coal plant impact project. That's way too big. Um, yeah. And so we've, yeah. unfortunately, we've seen a governor who's, who's really at odds with a lot of the rest of the, even the Democratic uh, yeah. establishment and, and elected officials here in Minnesota. You know, and and pushing it forward in in spite of in spite of evidence and in spite of popular opinion. Yeah, exactly. Hey, Andy, do you have a, uh, the capacity for another uh, break? We like using that word capacity all of a sudden. But can you uh, stick course. with us? We have to take a quick break. <laughs> cool. All right. Awesome. That's Andy Pearson of MN three fifty, and we're talking no line three pipeline situations here. And the dog looks like. That dog needs a haircut. Look at that hair. We'll be right back. This is FYI Politics, and we're on Facebook Live, too. Brett has the music going on, doesn't he? He has the bumper music going on. He does. Wow, you're listening to FYI Politics, uh, and we're sitting in. Um, mm-hmm. We're Native Roots Radio and uh, Pilots Progressive Party, and we're going to be uh, on five days a week. Mm-hmm. Starting uh, in January yeah. from 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. Yeah, that's going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. Really. And, you know, it's going to be Native Roots Radio spread out five days. Mm-hmm. You know, we have people like Mary Kunish, House Representative, who's Native American. We have all these people, Robert Lilligren, mm-hmm. who's a big person, uh, who, who's a who knows it all, mm-hmm. what's happening in the Twin Cities when it comes to Native issues and, yep. and opportunities. County Sheriff Dave Hutch, he'll be joining us here and there. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a great show. And then mm-hmm. we're going to have the format's going to be we're going to open up the show and then uh our uh our chujank which you like to say our niece uh is going to be on and giving us a week or daily updates on native news across Mm -hmm. uh turtle island Mm -hmm. and so i'm really excited wendy yeah and for those of you you, who don't know wait for those who don't know what turtle island is it is the united states is turtle island the whole united states it's more it's north america and i'm going to be giving a short uh updates on animal issues yeah our sacred animals Mm -hmm. are really important and we've been doing that since day one and i'm excited to have that and then hopefully we'll have uncle curtis swing around and do his updates on fridays Mm -hmm. so Wow, I'm stoked. Yeah, we're excited about it. Hey, now let's get back to business here. We have mm-hmm. Andy Pearson of Bemidji, or how we say Bemidji 350, <laughs> because Nancy that's Nancy. Polio. <laughs> but Andy is from Minnesota 350. That's and right. Thank you, Andy, for spending some time with us. It's uh, I like to say you're really always well-informed and good radio, so we can just kick back and listen to you. So welcome. One of the things Wendy and I were, welcome back. One of the things Wendy and I were talking about during the break was, I was trying to explain how you put it, but um, maybe you can do it a lot better where when Trump talked about he was here and he talked about line three happening and now the governor's kind of doing what the president wants him to do. 
Yeah, well, I'll say that it's a kind way of saying I talk a lot, so thanks, and, and I do. Um, I, I appreciate being here. Um, and, you know, it is interesting, right, because we've seen a, we've seen a real strange alignment between President Trump, uh, about to be former President Trump, thank goodness, um, and, uh, and our governor here um, on this particular project. And, and remember that we've seen, you know, opposition to the Line 3 tar sands pipeline um, from a whole lot of different corners, from many state agencies, from our own lieutenant governor, uh, Peggy Flanagan, um, and from the majority of the whole you know, environmental justice advisory group within the Minnesota Pollution Control Agency, which wrote a very powerful resignation letter. I know it was a very difficult choice for many of them to make you know, to resign and protest over this pipeline being moved forward. But there's really been kind of in, incredible um, voices within within state government saying this project can't move forward, and, and yet it has. And so in doing that, we've seen, we've seen Governor Walls uh, be more on the side of, you know, President Trump here as far as let's get it done, we need more oil, let's build these big tar sands mega projects. Uh, and, and really left on the side of, of a lot of, I would say, kind of the, the mainstream sentiment among among Dems uh, here here in Minnesota, which you know, of course, has has only increased, you know, over this this past uh, election as well as as like you've mentioned, I know a bunch of folks who've maybe been on your show, uh, who, who we've we've seen who, who've been strongly opposed, um, including I know you mentioned now Senator-elect uh, Mary Kunish, mm-hmm. not not yeah. a representative much longer. So exciting for her. Yeah, and there's some new ones coming up that I know uh, I was part of the process of helping uh, support and endorse through uh, Minnesota 350 that have really spoken up too. So um, Sunday we're heading up. I'm heading up there and a few other people uh, to cover that because they're coming up there and I'm going to check it out. And uh, it's uh, I hope they get that sick feeling that I did when I was up there. Andy, um, tell us a little bit about what's going on now um, and what people need and um, how we can support uh, MN350 and all those other great groups like Rise that you mentioned and Tara's group and and all that. Right. You know, there, there, I'm glad you asked because there is so much going on. Um, I would say, you know, even even if you're somebody who's not on Facebook a whole lot, this is maybe a good time to make sure that you're at least on Facebook every so often to check out the pages of a lot of these groups, uh, because really that is where the uh, that's where probably the best, most recent information about what's going on on the ground can be found. And, and that really is direct from the people who are doing the work um, up north. So again, that's GNU Collective, G-I-N-I-W, you know, RISE Coalition. Uh, Gichigumi Scouts, Honor the Earth, Indigenous Environmental Network. Um, what we're seeing is uh, construction, the process of construction begin, which has first been, you know, tree clearing, and then we'll be moving into uh, lots of loads of pipe coming in and trenching. We're seeing them prepare, you know, try to prepare a drill site for crossing underneath the Mississippi River near Palisade, which is just an incredibly sad thing to see. And to see our governor supporting it and kind of standing aside and saying, even in this time of COVID, this is what we need to have happening. And by doing that, denying these tribal nations uh, and, and grassroots groups 
and the, his own Department of Commerce denying them their day in court over whether this project should proceed or not. And we expect that court process to be finished by next summer. So I know what groups are asking for is for that to play out. Um, for folks who are in the Twin Cities, I'm going to give a, a couple of quick um, web resources for people to follow up on. Um, one and is a, the, a list of needs for some of the some of the groups up north. Now you should really check their own you know Facebook pages that I listed because a lot of groups have needs listed there. Um, we also do have an effort uh, that that uh, that my group NN350 um, is involved with that has kind of a consolidated list of needs and people in the Twin Cities can can give to help uh, to help get these needs up to the front lines and that's a bitly link bit.ly bit.ly slash FLS, or Frontline Support Drive Info. So bit.ly slash FLS Drive Info. Um, that takes you to a page with a lot of resources on what kinds of things are needed. It's a lot of, you know, warm weather gear, that kind of thing. Obviously, anybody headed north uh, has to be super COVID conscious. Uh, and so there maybe isn't the same, you know, sense of everybody going to be all in the same place, sharing a lot of space as, you know, as, as I know all of us saw at Standing Rock. It's a kind of a different mm -hmm. deal. We're in a pandemic. Nobody wants people going up to protect the water to be also spreading COVID. That would, that would be totally contrary to the purpose there. Uh, exactly. The other resource I want to just share is that, uh, that we host a, a pledge of resistance, uh, which is a way where any kind of public calls to action that are coming out uh, around how to you know, get to the front lines, show up directly, support, you know, we want to be sending out. So that's mn350.org slash pledge, uh, just mn350.org slash pledge. Uh, and that way, you know, you drop your name in there and we'll make sure that you get, you know, connected uh, to some of these calls coming out. So if you're looking for kind of an email update, uh, it's a, you know, it's one of many good ways. And again, the, usually the Facebook pages of the groups up north are one of the quickest and, and best ways, you know, really to, to stay abreast of what's going on. Yeah, one of the things we're going to try and organize is a one one uh, Facebook page where everything goes through, and then we all can sh and share it. Because yesterday there was a lockdown; a couple That's of gentlemen great. locked down uh, onto a uh, truck full of pipes. Also, one thing I was talking to uh, Winona this morning, and she said, "Do not bring any water, bottled water, up there. They have plenty of water, so please, they'll send it back." But other than that, all those other things that you were talking about, and Andy, one one thing I want to ask you too, because when I went up to Fond du Lac and I went up to Winona's cap, uh, camp, um, I saw nothing but plates from all over the country. Th this this lie about jobs for Minnesota has got to stop and we really got to get that word out there because none of these people, none of these people are from Minnesota that are working on the pipe. Yeah. I mean, I know none of us on this call are against jobs, right? Uh, right. And I, I know I've, I've seen, you know, I've seen so many people who are, who are part of the community that's been resisting this project, you know, advocating over the years for investment in the kind of the renewable energy systems that we need, and we see really cool developments uh, around that happening across the state as we're trying to build up that infrastructure. You know, if, if what Line 3 is, is a jobs program, it is, it is a jobs program with maybe the most long-term negative impact, you know, that you could just about picture, right? Uh, climate damages in the, you know, hundreds of billions of dollars um, when you calculate out what that means in terms of, 
you know, the, the actual social cost, you know, of those changes. And so, you know, if this is a jobs program, we're, we're losing way more than we're gaining, you know, from it. And I think that that's important to remind people of. And part of it is what you said, you know, it's that we're seeing some of these, um, like you said, the license plates around are not from Minnesota, you know, for the most part, they're people who follow pipeline jobs, you know, around, around the country. And uh, it, it, in a way, I think that, that the, the folks who, may have approved or looked favorably on this as a jobs project or kind of sold a, a, a bill of goods um, on it. I, I think there's a lot better ways that we could be creating those uh, those jobs that, that do support families. And we know that that's what we need to be doing. You know, we know the importance of that, um, especially in a pandemic. You know, it really is. And, and this is just not the project for it. Um, and, and like you said, it, it ends up sending a lot of that money out of state, you know, anyhow. Yeah. Well, hey, I want to give you the last word here. Uh, uh, Andy from, uh, I always want to say Bemidji, I'm in 350 now. Uh, Minnesota 350, I want to give you the last word before we let you go. And I really appreciate you uh, giving an update and bringing your truth as you always do. And it's very in, in informational. And uh, um, I, I want to just say, Peeny Gigi, thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, what do you got to say uh, to end this? Yeah, well, again, thank you. It is, it is such a pleasure, you know, to be here with people who I, I know, you know, have been in this fight for a really long time. Uh, and the thing I want to end with is that this is a fight that is ongoing and that needs your support now. So for anybody listening, you know, follow those Facebook pages, sign up Pledge of Resistance, mn350.org slash pledge. Get connected because there is a place for you to show up. There are ways that you are needed right now. You know, nobody in this fight is trying to break the process. You know, nobody's trying to, to do anything that's unfair, right? We all want the process to work. Uh, this process has uh, so far, you know, actually shown that this pipeline is more damaged than help for Minnesota. And it was approved, you know, any way to build. And despite court challenges, our governor isn't willing to stop it to let those play out. That means the process isn't working. That's what we're all here saying is we need this to be fair. It is not fair right now. It's an injustice that's going on um, up north there. It's an injustice that falls most heavily um, mm -hmm. on so many Native communities uh, in the state and, and also will affect all of us through the climate you know, catastrophe that this project helps to bring about. Uh, and so we do need people involved. Uh, we need you to you know, think, think real courageously about what you can do and, and get up and, and help stop this thing. Thank you wow. so much for having Thank me on. Great to hearing from you, and I'll see you soon up on the front lines. Andy Pearson of uh, MN350, thank you so much for being on. Wow, Andy. Andy always has great updates to what's happening. What and he's in. been fighting this fight since day one. So For a long time. Mm -hmm. I think key, Keystone XL yeah. uh, back in the day. So he's been on this fight mm -hmm. for over seven, eight years. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, and I met Andy uh, – in Standing mm -hmm, Rock, and mm -hmm. we, we took students and uh, young people up there to help uh, uh, support the cause. Right. Really, yeah. well, we had them. We had the young people come mm -hmm. because they were running the other young people were running the kitchens, and we just came up for a weekend, so they took over and helped with the kitchens and mm -hmm. supporting. Um, but yeah, so you know, we have to resist, divest, and 
join a group and, and run for office. <laughs> Speaking of run for office, we're going to have up next who's calling in Heather Keeler. And uh, she's uh, one house representative up in Moorhead, and we're excited to talk to her. And we're excited to be on FYI Politics. We'll be right back after this short break. Sounds like a, a show that was on a theme song to a show that was canceled. Uh, it's few good years. music, though. I'll tell uh, you. Yeah, it's Trump's uh, money, money, money. Yeah, from the Apprentice. Song. Oh my gosh. Oh. I know it wasn't Andy great. Andy's always great. He's uh, awesome. He has so much good information. He's um, you know the minute every minute he's got new information, so he stays on top of it. So we're always happy to have him talk to us. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Hey, and like how we always end Native Roots Radio, we need to resist, divest, divest join a group, and run for office. And speaking of running for mm-hmm. office, we have Heather Keeler, who's newly uh, elected House Representative, I believe District 4 on the line, uh, of Moorhead area. Heather, welcome to FYI Politics. Uh, hi, Robert. Hi, Wendy. I'm so excited hi, to be here. I'm glad I could jump on and chat with you for a little bit. That's great. Thank you so much. It's perfect. Uh, You got a lot of things going on. Obviously, you have a full-time job. You have uh, children, um, and you're an entrepreneur in big spirit, and uh, you just have a lot of things going on. So I appreciate you coming on. And there's a couple things I know uh, that you want to talk about, but first thing I want to say to you is congratulations on your your new podcast uh, together with Heather. And I'm looking at the person who named it, Wendy, and I was just like, what? what, Perfect. I love it. And uh, what two great shows you've had on. Um, You want to talk a little bit about that before we talk about uh, uh, I just want to congratulate you. Yeah, thanks. I I love it. Um, I feel like (laughs) I've been gifted the ability to chat, that's for sure. And so um, it's just really nice to have a space to talk about things that we just don't have a chance to talk about very often. My very first show, I I had my family on with me. I had my mom and my brother and my son. Um, We just talked about, you know, generationally how education has changed for us, some of the work that we've done to serve um, underrepresented populations. Uh, My brother is a scientist um, and a chemist. And so just really talked about uh, you know, who who I'm a part of and who where I come from. Um, and then this last week, we talked with other females uh, who were candidates who ran and won with campaign managers who were also females, because I think it's important for us to share the message that, you know, running as a female is different. It's different than running as a man. Um, we, we face different challenges, uh, but our voice is so valid and we need to be at this table. And I think often women feel like, well, somebody else could maybe run or maybe I'll do it later or have other responsibilities. And the truth is we need you. We need you at these tables. Um, and so we just shared some of our stories on uh, some tips and tricks. I'm really excited about my show next week. Uh, my birthday is next week, so I'm having like a virtual birthday party with some of my friends just talking about the importance of maintaining, you know, friendships at a distance. One of my very best friends lives in Arizona. Another friend lives in Australia. And how do we manage that? Because uh, as adults, it's really hard to make 
you know, those lifelong friends. And so we'll be having a virtual birthday party this week. Wow, that's exciting. And that's live on at 730. And you can catch it again on iTunes on uh, Wednesday. Uh, and so we're excited to be a partner with you. And um, it's just great to see uh, all these. It, it's you're a younger person. So it's really awesome to see what you're feeling, what you're thinking, what you're learning. And um, and it's fun because you're an open book to what's what the process has been and how it's uh, been positive and negative to uh, you and during this election process. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really fun. Wednesdays, 730 to 830, um, hosted on Native Roots Radio. I love the name, Wendy. I really appreciate you coming up with that. It's just so fitting because really I believe that collaboration and doing things together is really how we get things done and it's how we support each other. So together with Heather just makes a lot of sense. Yeah, great job, Wendy. Wendy named a uh, or she did the logo for Native Roots Radio, and uh, I wanted roots with microphones on it, and she kind of said, uh-uh. So she's uh, she's <laughs> a, another artistic uh, heart here in this household, and I really I listen to my wife because it's what, happy life, happy wife? Or happy wife, happy life. <laughs> yeah, the other yeah. way around. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's good. Yeah. So talk a little bit about you. You pop something up on the message board on Facebook. Uh, talk, I've seen that float around the last couple of days. Do you want to talk about um, opportunities, uh, job opportunities at the Capitol? Yeah. So I put it in the link um, and I, I hope that people check it out and share it out. Um, it's all the job opportunities for the Minnesota House. Um, I think it's really important that we share these out to our communities um, because I think representation matters all in all positions. Um, you know, you talk about people stepping up and running, um, you know, because representation matters there, but also just being, you know, in the work and in the trenches of things is so important too. And so I just want to be sure that, uh, you know, before I ran, I didn't see these type of job opportunities. I wasn't privileged enough, I guess, to be in the right circles to know uh, that these type of jobs were were existing out there and, and we're looking for a lot of people. And so um, if people can click on that link and we can share it out, I'll share it on um together with Heather's Facebook page. And Robert, if you can share it out, I just really encourage people to look at them and apply. Um, I think it would would just be a nice opportunity to expand our application pool. That's for sure. Yeah, that's awesome. So what are your plans? Are your plans uh, to feel out what your job is as a house representative? Are you, do you have some things to, that, you know, to just support that you want to come up with your bills uh, with your diverse uh, area up there or how are, how are you playing this? I'm really interested in how are you feeling and, and in, in your new job? Yeah, well, it's, we're very much in a transition time. You know, I'm wrapping up my full-time job here, um, I work until the end of December, and then we'll stay on in some capacity in my current job. Um, but right now, we're just learning. I feel like we're really a unique class because not only did we like run and win in a pandemic, but now we're transitioning in a pandemic. And so everything is from a distance. We know that um, you know a lot of politics is about relationship building. So it's a lot of phone calls, just meeting with other legislators getting to know what kind of bills they've worked on, just kind of filling people out to see, um, you know, where good partnerships and collaboration efforts might be. Uh, we're in the process of um, doing some retreats and just learning, you know, some of the very basics. Um, how do you, you know, turn an idea into a bill or policy? Um, and so right now that's what we're really doing. We 
Um, I found my seat on the house floor, which is really surreal. Um, and it's really exciting. Uh, my office and just kind of that transition piece will get sworn in the beginning of January and hit the ground running. Uh, for me, when it comes to some policy areas, I think everybody knows that education is something I'm extremely passionate about. Um, and so I really hope to end up on at least one committee that's focused on education, whether it's higher ed or uh, K-12 policy um, and funding. But I also really care about protecting Mother Earth. And mm-hmm. line three is something that I think we need to give um, you know attention to immediately. Uh, the activist in me really has a hard time kind of just wrapping my mind around what's going on. I just, I'm I feel like there's a lot of things that Andy just brought up that are so relevant, you know, bringing people from out of state into our state in the middle of a pandemic when we're trying to keep our community healthy, I just think is a really careless move, um, you know, on on leadership and not thinking through that. Um, I'm really disappointed that permits were, you know, were approved. Um, I know that Winona is doing a lot of work and I know that I think you all are joining us, but, you know, we're heading up there Sunday Mm-hmm. Um, to just really try to do what we can um, to help. But this is very much a massive community effort, and we all need to, um, you know, need to come together and need to do what we can in our in our own personal capacity to really make sure that we protect the beauty of Mother Earth, um, you know, and, and, and our water, and our next generations are relying on us right now with that. Wow, absolutely. Heather, thank you so much for stopping by. And thank you for uh, holding capacity for Native Roots Radio. You come on Native Roots Radio, you have your own show, and then you do the Sunday Symposium with us. Uh, and I, I just think uh, it's great to hear a young person's um, as passionate you as you are on the airwaves and we're really excited to support you and see you as our next governor <laughs> when you get in a few oh, years. <laughs> but really, thank you so much. That was Heather Keeler, House Representative, District uh, District 4. And we'll be right back. This is FYI Politics on AM 950, The Progressive Voice. like i'm at a rave we're at a disco (laughs) let's get going i need some x man what the (laughs) heck was that kind of music patrick what the heck talk to me well it's in the playlist so ask brett about that he picked it out (laughs) i love that bumper music wow that's that's crazy well we always uh you know before we get going here we always have to give a shout out to our engineers Mm -hmm. um and patrick uh, is one of the best here at am 950 and we really appreciate it. Uh, yeah, Patrick. Sasha is also another engineer, and they make the magic ha- magic happen in Eden Prairie. Yes, while we're get, here in St. Paul uh, looking at these green walls, <laughs> thinking about repainting our uh, studio. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, they keep everything organized and the commercials coming and going and making the yeah. Making the magic, the magic happen, happen definitely. Yeah. So we want to give you a peeny geeky, Patrick. Great show, huh, Patrick? Absolutely. I want to say I appreciate you guys for uh, the shows that you get to put on every uh, every Tuesday and Saturday and occasionally every uh, you know, once in a while Friday or and Wednesday, too, that I yeah. forgot about because I don't do Wednesdays anymore. But uh, 
Now, certainly we appreciate all the effort you put into making 950 a great place to work and hang out and listen and all that as well. Wow. And, uh, Patrick, we appreciate you. And there'll be a little something extra in your Christmas envelope for saying that. I really appreciate that. (laughs) And we want people to, to support, uh, AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. We are not, uh, a conglomerate uh, radio station here. It's a small mom and pop uh, owned, uh, Mm -hmm. radio station. And we get to, uh, speak our truth, mm-hmm. and uh, we are not censored. So. Yeah, and right, and we're I think uh, really progressive. Mm-hmm. So I do know that. So it's good to have to be partnership with a progressive radio station. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there aren't too many around. Well, this is the only one in Minnesota. Yeah, you know. Wow. And so yeah, so we're excited to go five days a week. Mm-hmm. We're excited to have people like Andy and Heather. Mm-hmm. Mary Kunish, mm-hmm. Winona LaDuke, all these people that are on our Saturday show spread out during the week and give you big pieces of uh, updates, especially with what's happening with Line 3. But there's so many, uh, I know, just even animal issues, mm-hmm. you know, or sacred and there's animals. there's so many. I mean, I have like six different articles that I'm going through to figure out what I, what's best to talk to tomorrow about. And I think I need to keep it for my own psyche. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I just need yeah. to keep it light and bright and like that. Sometimes mm-hmm. when I keep to- talking about doom and gloom, yeah. it kind of brings me down. So mm-hmm. tomorrow I'm going to be having a light, upbeat oh. story about birds. Gosh, that's awesome. And my mm-hmm. sister Mary will love that. Mm-hmm. You know, um, uh, yeah, I remember Wendy when we first started. I used to write my questions down for me, and I remember <laughs> we had a we had a guest come on and said, "Wow, Robert asks the best questions." <laughs> and I said, "I know. I write them down for him. Isn't that funny?" Yeah, we used to write everything down. Mm-hmm. Now we're like natural and fall out of bed kind of uh, radio hosts here. Yeah, we cut. It's kind of organic. We don't really. That's a good way to put plan it. Plan and you know have everything you know per se. Uh, you know, minute by minute, we just kind of go with the flow and see uh, what the hour brings us. And as always, Robert, as you always say, we we have fantastic guests, mm-hmm. and that's what drives the show. So right. and we, we just get to talk a bit in the beginning and the end, and that's uh, mm-hmm. well. We're we're happy. Uh, Heather was on and mm-hmm. talked about line three. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be up there uh, Sunday, and there's going to be uh, a lot of legislators up there checking it out and also um we were really happy to have andy Mm -hmm. and you know right now the battle is line three Mm -hmm. we're standing standing rock uh no dapple uh uh, veterans and we are upset and Mm -hmm. we're upset for many reasons and um water not only is life but water is life Mm -hmm. you know and that's that's a thing that we um really need to talk about. And I don't know uh, if it's going to help, but it doesn't hurt to call Governor Walls uh, just to let him know. Let him uh, know. Let him know how you feel. Um, phone number is 651-201-3400. 651-201-3400. Hey, uh, and my idol's up next, Matt McNeil, who has a awesome. great show. Yeah, listen and to we, him. Li- we listen to him every day, and yep. we love Matt McNeil, and he's a real pro, and mm-hmm. uh, someday we're going to be as cool as him because he's super cool. Mm-hmm. Hey, we're out of here. This was FYI Politics with Brett Johnson, and this has been Wendy Pilot and Robert Pilot. See you later.
Hi, everybody. This is 